What's up, it's your boy Reggie Powers, back up in this building, the Woody of the Toy Story. Look at it. Next to me is Boss Lightyear. Yeah. About to cook up another Toy Story up in here. We're in the kitchen right now. We're in the kitchen. Kitchen right now. Yeah. Ball That Matters Podcast, back for another episode. El Comandante back at it. <laughs> Black Boy Fly on Instagram. Yeah. Let's get it. All right, man. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! You are now listening to the Ball That Matters podcast with Dabs and Temba. This episode is produced by Astro. So, a lot of preseason football has been happening already. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about the, the... I love talking about this thing like me. Like sizzling on yeah. a barbecue yeah. like with the spice yeah. and it's... A six-gun grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Aye, aye. Hit us up with the first question. Okay, so... One of the most interesting things to notice in this transfer window is that uh-huh. Liverpool ha- haven't signed many key players. Okay, that's that's yeah. that's your opinion, and okay, yeah. I do somewhat agree with it. Okay, you know, so yeah, I'd say first question: Are Liverpool making a mistake by not signing key players for yeah. them to ch- challenge enough for the Premier League title? Considering yeah. how strong Man City are already, considering that Liverpool's squad was. Yeah, very thin last season, and also Van also Dijk underwhelming. Mm, underwhelming, yeah. yeah. So then you know you do need to freshen up. Actually, there's this thing Liverpool legend Stevie Nichols says. Okay. From the podcast we listen to, yeah. that the best time to strengthen is when you're winning. So then that's that's a big mistake thank Liverpool kind of made. So thank you. Give me your thoughts on like, do you think about like yeah, yeah. Liverpool's inactivity so far? Here's the thing: we all know Firmino's struggling. Yeah, he's not what he used to be, and you've said it countless times. Brazilians, once they reach the age of 30 and higher, there's this huge dip. Yeah. Early 30s. Yeah, or early 30s. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, that's even worse. That's even worse. So, I, I just felt like they should be making moves where it puts guys like Mane and Salah under pressure, where yeah. they can feel like, oh, somebody could take my spot. Yeah. And it's not like they can feel like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to Madrid and Barcelona. Those two teams... They don't have the financial They don't have the finance and they're very picky right now. Yeah. I just feel like Fine, they signed uh, Ibrahima, like you mentioned, but is that enough to go and win the Premier League title and challenge for the Champions League? I don't know. Also, losing the boy, my boy, Gigi. Vinaldo. Oh, Vinaldo. You know the boy I've been, yeah, I know I, I've been telling you how good it is. You yes. haven't been listening. He's been scoring in the Euros. You didn't even notice that, but <laughs> you, lo- you lose him. Who do you replace him with? They were saying they were actually talking about like who they could potentially mm-hmm. okay uh Gavin Jules on their podcast Gavin yeah. Jules podcast they were talking about like okay not they didn't go real well deep into it but yeah Jules was like Liverpool want to try by Bisuma I don't know if you noticed him from Brighton and and of Albion <sighs> Bisuma but thing is he's he's in he's playing in a very weak team but he's yeah. got the same characteristics as Ronaldo in terms of box to box. And he's he's also you know shooting from distance. Like yeah. Him him and Ronaldo share a lot of characteristics. And he's like really young. He's like 22, 23. Yeah, he's just gonna keep hunting from Brighton now because now we're taking Ben White. Ben and White. Like, yeah. I'm actually yeah yeah. Wow. But but okay. yeah. I'll what I'll say is that yeah. My my main concern with Liverpool is okay. They're not signing key players. Yeah, it's not keeping the team fresh. Yeah, you know. It's not keeping the team as fresh as it can be, considering also how much football, especially the front three, has played. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Jota last season he was a guy who brought some freshness out, but he even got injured as well for like three months. Eventually, at some point, that is and, true. And that really killed Liverpool. So, yeah, 
Ibrahima Konate doesn't move the needle for two reasons. Because yeah. one, that's probably Liverpool's best stop position. Two. Okay, with Van Dijk and Mati Gomez coming back. Center back. Yeah. And then also, Konate isn't that good yet. You know, he mm-hmm. might, maybe he might surprise us. He's and, only 22. And, right yeah, now. he's only that's 22, true. you know. Yeah, so, he, he might, maybe he might surprise us and come through with maybe a, yeah, with a very big impact. But, yeah, I don't... I see Liverpool's weaknesses going into next season. Let's yeah. being the attack. Because even if, even if um, Ibrahima Konate uh, hits up. the ground running, yeah. you know, Liverpool will be solid at the back. But midfield, also, I have my questions. I'm, that's also I was about to go. I'm also having question marks. Henderson, I'm hearing that he's likely to be sold too. Um, yeah, he's like he's 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 linked to PSG. Yeah, yeah. lots of other clubs. Yeah. I've heard Man United yeah. even at one point. Okay, that's not. Definitely. Liverpool captain going to Man United. I've even heard Arsenal should go for him and I'm not sure. That would be more realistic. Yeah. Not to say whether you yeah. like it or not. But yeah, that's a new more realistic. realistic. And it's just things like uh, Keita, can we rely on him? No. Um, Remember against Roma during the quarterfinals, he got subbed in the listen, first 45 listen, minutes. Listen to that. Uh, Chamberlain, has he really problem. come through clutch? Exactly. Yeah. Um, he and has I, played when he's fit, but yeah, his fitness issues are a big worry. I love Thiago Alcantara, but like, I've noticed in his first season, it didn't really gel that well. Like, he's made some good deliveries. Yeah. For I me, mean, to, to defend him, I'll say this yeah. with Thiago. Yeah. He came into a Liverpool team which was just all already over the place. Okay, so true. that that's was true. like, yeah, already it's a bit hard, but you can see he brings something different to the team, mm. you know. But yeah. also his yeah. problem as well is fitness. So, you know, I don't know, bro. I just see another big disappointment. I don't. Yeah, okay, maybe. I yeah, maybe big disappointment in terms of. Yeah, I guess when Liverpool, when remember when they look when they look bad and even Europa League football looked like a goal. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can see that, but I don't think I do think Liverpool will be in the top four though next season. Okay, no, no, definitely that I do see that. Mm. That I do see that. Mm. No, most definitely. One more thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to mention. So I, no, I mentioned the last thing. I just okay. Well, I know from Klopp's perspective, he sees that when everybody's fit, there's no need to make signings. True. That's how he yeah, understands yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. the previous season, he said the same things. We don't need to make signings. Chamberlain is here, Kater's here, mm-hmm. uh, all these boys are here. You know, we just rotate. Yeah. That's why he he made those uh, emergency signings of was it Phillips at the back? Yeah, and, and um, Phillips and uh, Kabak. Yeah, yeah, Kabak. And he's not even signing him. He's actually signing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He went on. He was on yeah. only. So Club does believe a lot in the players he has now. He's using faith. He he does, and yeah. you know what? I'll say more more often than not, if yeah. players are fit. His faith does come through. His faith for these players, because you you can really say that like yeah, Klopp's players underperformed in the in conditions which you know realistic. It was crazy. Yeah, last season yeah. was crazy. Yeah, last season was just somebody like, used Muti and then, pff, mm, like, just was, just with everything room. going on, like with teams having to play so many matches and all of that. So the okay. last thing I wanted to mention actually with Liverpool yeah. was that it's not necessarily about signing key players more about retention because I was actually I read this article on The Athletic yeah. where they were talking about Liverpool have a lot of big decisions to make with players whose, whose contracts to extend because a lot of Liverpool's key players are late 20s hitting 20s so and, and to Especially make it worse three. yeah the front besides three, the front three the front three Henderson Van Dijk uh, Matip Robertson um, oh wow I can't remember Robertson's I can't remember that old 
No, okay, who are like, is already no, old, I'm, I'm just, already in his 30s. I'm, I'm saying who hit two categories are uh, hitting late 20s or 30, yeah, and also whose contract are expiring. It's two years, two years from now. So then, like, almost all of them, usually, usually your top players, yeah, you at least start negotiations when there's two years of their contract left, okay, you know, so that you know by the time that if, let's say, for example, hypothetically speaking, Salah doesn't want to extend his contract. Next season, Liverpool can know. Oh, okay, he'll have a year left, so let's get money for him. him. In the oh, market, yeah. let's keep him for that year, even if we get nothing. So, yeah. a big and this this whole discussion was about like how how a few you know key players in Liverpool's success of the past four years might have to leave. Just like yeah. as I mentioned with Henderson, he's someone who also he's he's a bit. They're saying on that on that article, and the Athletic is a very reliable source. They were saying that he's a bit disappointed that contract. Uh, talks haven't started yet mm-hmm. and so it's like that with a few players like Firmino yeah. as well yeah. that like contract talks haven't started yet you know not that Liverpool don't want to give him a contract but just the mere fact that that security thing yeah know? I think they just don't want to tie themselves down to an old player yeah, that could yeah. be dipping it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a reasonable move it's a, it's a reasonable yeah. yeah it's reasonable no? yeah. but when it's then a few players if it's like more than just one because as I was saying to you yeah. it's not it's not like it's just Henderson and Firmino yeah. there's also in terms of players whose contracts are expiring like at the same time yeah, yeah Salah, Mane yeah, all the guys I mentioned okay. you know so then if, if you have that many players who don't feel secure yeah. that like you know because also these are just players who are yeah these are players who have won this Liverpool team even if let's say it gets dissembled this yeah. season will still be remembered 15 years from now it's the team that won the Premier League title for the first time in 30 years, 30 years yeah. so it will be a team that's always looked at like they're like oh that that the great Liverpool, yeah that great Liverpool team yeah. just like how how they look at Kenny Dalglish and all I told you that. that FIFA needs to make classic teams that you can play again yeah yeah like a, a certain year I know like, they will be the Liverpool of nah, what really 1920 think, yeah. Liverpool of 1819 mm-hmm. they would put them there I yeah, don't one, I don't think they put both but they put in fact yeah. because there's not much football to talk about and we're yeah. having a bit of fun yeah let's just give me your three teams your oh, th- like and you can count national teams as well who you put in FIFA 2022 okay definitely the the Invincibles I'll put them okay. in there because I want to play Terry Henry yeah, again I, I would also like to play that team um uh, I'll go with the Man United of all was it the, the one that won the, the last uh, Champions League 07 or 08 or 07 yeah, yeah. those I first remember, season of like being yeah I remember watching that final a lot yeah. Ooh. I told you I wouldn't pick Barca just it's fine it's, it's fine it's okay. okay. Well, this is your choice. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold anything against you. So yeah, like you oh. say, say, say your team. This is tough now. I'm gonna have to pick Madrid. I'm stuck between the 13-14 season when we uh, won the yeah, Champions League after so many years. Yeah. yeah. Or the 11-12 one. But bro, wait. Yeah. 16-17, 4-1 against Juve. That in Cardiff. Don't get me wrong. It was too easy though. That was too. I knew we were gonna win it. I didn't even have doubts. But like, we that, never though. had doubts. But I like, don't know that, who you though. are. Look, but oh, that Juventus team was also really good because they were also, in fact, let me say also, they were if they won that Champions League, just because you guys struggled the with them. No, that Barca team was shit. That's just well, that, it yeah. was shit, but then we still beat Madrid. Y'all yeah, did that last that that, the same season. That, that last minute goal, like uh, with Messi and then. Don't tell me about but, derbies. Let's talk about okay, trophies. Well, okay, we're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. but then like, I'm just surprised that you didn't pick that Look, Madrid team. We, they good. They high up. They in my top five. Yeah, we didn't do the double, but okay, it is your team. So that, that, okay, fine. The one against Atletico was more. 
it had more weight to it. It was okay. I felt not, like we were not gonna win it. Definitely. Yeah. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not talking about like how dramatic. If I was a football fan, maybe at that moment I wouldn't say this, but right now after. Okay, after, but dubs- wait. Let me finish. Okay. After the fact. Yeah. I would also prefer winning the Champions League in the circumstances that yeah. led Ramos head uh, yeah. equalizer. But then I'm just saying as a team, I really think the 16-17 Madrid team was better than the 13-14. Yeah, but Madrid look, look at also Ronaldo. The, the Ronaldo then versus the one in 13-14. I, the, the Ronaldo yeah, in 13-14 okay. was way well, more dangerous. Not way, but yeah, he was. Did you even see how many goals he scored in that calendar? Was it the 13, uh, 2013 calendar or the 2014 like we had, over, we had over 50 goals. It was one That was the season where he did the. Yeah, the five, the five, the five. Yeah, yeah. That, he was no, way okay, more. Ronaldo individually. Yeah, yeah. But no. then Madrid as a team. Oh my. No, do you know what? They like, were still good. Man. I'm not saying, still I didn't say they weren't good, bro. The team was dangerous then. But that 16 17 team. Do you know why oh, I even say that team was better? Okay. Something Sid Lowe would even say. Madrid yeah. throughout their history, whenever they win the Champions League, rarely do they ever win the league as well. So that's 16-17 from, from those is it how many Ronaldo won four Champions League with Madrid? Yeah. That year, the 16-17 was the only year he won the league and Champions League double. double yeah. that, that, that's why for me and I'm saying this as a Barcelona fan the Madrid team I feared more was the 16-17. New management, game management. Carlo Ancelotti does not know how to like focus nah. on more than two. <laughs> Yeah. You know, let's move yeah. on. We're taking too okay. much time. Let me, let me, let me, say, let me say, let me say my my three teams. Yeah, it's gonna be Barca, Barca. Nah, Barca. it would be easy to do that, but nah, like to to be to be to be fair. Okay. The ten eleven Barca, the one that beat United three uh, one in Wembley. Okay. Um, okay. I'll say national team, the Spain team that won the Euros in twenty twelve, that beat Italy four 0 in the final. And okay, we're at the peak of the Barca. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm surprised so, I actually didn't pick the 2010 Spain. It was it was a coin toss between the two. Like okay. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, argue with anyone who picked that team. Over. Yeah, it's either way you don't lose. Um. Then lastly, yeah, lastly, uh, is there a Mourinho team? No Chelsea. Yeah. 04, four, or five. Okay, that would be a good shout. That they would were, be a good shout. Yeah. But let me think of Milan, something. Milan, uh, was it 06 or 07 when they won the. 06 or 07? No, yeah, no that, that, that Milan team was. Okay, they were the best team in Europe, but like, I'll say there's previous Milan teams which are considered stronger. You know? Considered stronger. Yeah, for example, the team that beat Juve on penalties in 20, was it 20, 2004? Yeah. 2004. But okay, you know, let me not take too long. Does it have I to be a team that plays well? Like, no, 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 okay. no, okay. successful. That's why I was okay. saying that Mourinho team, okay, they did make good football. But as long as if you're successful, okay. well, even, even if you pick El Cholo's team that won the league title in 2014, for example, they okay, didn't yeah. play aesthetically yeah. pleasing football, but that was a great team. Bayern Munich, you behind Oh, snap, I forgot about 2013. Them. 2012, yeah, I forgot yeah. about them. Yeah. That was deadly. Yeah, those those are the three yeah. teams that if I could put on FIFA 20. They still had Cross back then, right? Yeah. Tony Cross. But yeah. he wasn't he actually because he got injured in the run-up of that final. Because he didn't play like the two semi-finals, he didn't play the final. He okay. would have if he was fit. Yeah. Because they play what's his name? Luis Gustavo yeah. and Schweinsteiger as the two holding midfielders. So you would take that Bayern over the one that did the, the treble race. They did the treble yeah. recently, yeah. yeah. So you take them over. Yeah, I'll take, yeah. Personally, for me, the the U team is stronger. Okay, 
Yeah. Okay, FIFA, I hope you're listening. We need a classic team. That would that. be great. Yeah, that'd be a great feature. So I'm um, moving on. Yeah. Yesterday, United uh, played a preseason game, uh-huh. which will which we'll get into a bit later. Yeah. And at the same time, Olegana Sasha on the same day, Olegana Sasha extended his contract in Man United, which a few people aren't yeah, too got, happy about. I got about. problems about it already. I have problems about it. Like this for me stems backwards. It's 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 comfort actually. It's more like comfort. Yeah, it is. It's like settling in mediocrity, in my opinion. So what I think is that it's like we said, the uh, the Glazer brothers. They just they're happy with him because they know he doesn't like force or uh, moves. He doesn't throw tantrums. Yeah. It's not like Mourinho. Yeah. They know if they were to sign Conte and do a whole revolution Conte be just saying I want this guy I yeah. want that guy and if he doesn't get anyone he wants he'll, th- he'll, he'll, he'll yeah. throw the baby with the bath yeah, all of, yeah yeah you know just burn the house down yeah. and they know with Oli it's a chilled coach happy go lucky optimistic the the players love him mm. they're comfortable they're not bad they're, yeah. they're, well at least most of them I think I don't know about the locker room situation but I think it helped a lot that United finished second and got to the Europa League final that made the board believe there is progress. You see, that's where I have a problem. Yeah. We were just on the on that WhatsApp group or yeah. I actually saw you looking at the that comparison between Ole and Mourinho, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. The two things you just said there, United were second. Yeah. yeah. With less points than they were when Mourinho was there. Yeah. United reached the Champions the Europa League final. Yeah. Mourinho won it's only gonna search and lost it. Mourinho got the sack. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer gets a new contract. True. So, yeah. as a top club, as a yeah. top institution, be it, be it, uh, be it the Los Angeles Lakers, be it the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> be it, be it uh, Real Madrid, Manchester United, yeah. it's a big corporation yeah. like Microsoft. Yeah. As a big institution, you cannot be happy with, let's say mediocrity, because okay. Solskjaer is mediocrity. Yeah. At the standard, at the standard of Man United, progression, progress, because... For example, you think with, with uh, Chelsea okay. that they, they were basically going for the same thing when they got Lampard. And then they saw that, you know what, this isn't really working. Mm. Maybe he can get us top four. Maybe mm. because we have young players and United also have young players which, yeah. you know, Solskjaer is trying to bid in and make make better. But then it's a thing of like, as a big team, as yeah. a as if you want to be a market leader in whatever industry you're in, yeah. you have to hire the best and, Especially when when you have the resources, you know. Yeah. I understand if you are in Aston Villa, yeah, sure, it's fine. Yeah. But then if you're Man- Manchester United, the biggest club in England, one of the biggest in the world, you know, you can't be happy with progress and second place and reaching Europa League finals. You know, and I'm already hearing some Man United fans are happy with it. I was watching videos of like, yeah, we're happy with it. You know, he deserves it. You one know, more he year, put, one more year. Put another effort, in, and I'm like, what? Y'all are happy about reaching certain amount of points in the season, or? Yeah. And you just finished behind the city, not too far away. That's, and you know the thing is uh, that people that that I feel people aren't taking into account with specifically that point of United being second. Yeah, is that last season, United? Yeah, it's it's kind of like when Spurs didn't win the Premier League with Leicester. Yeah, that that season, a lot of big teams for whatever reason weren't playing at their best, and True. they're gonna come back. So, yeah, for example, deep. with Chelsea, deep, yeah. with Chelsea. Yeah, think if Thomas Tuchel was there the whole season, which will be next season. Yeah, think Jurgen Klopp. With, 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 the, where, with the with the shit not as yeah. congested and all yeah. of that 
you Liverpool for the for that for the really bad season they had were only five points behind Man United. Five points behind only five points. So now imagine if Van Dijk was fit for the whole season. True. You know. True. That's why I I, I said this to a friend of mine who was busy saying like, yeah, look at Sancho getting Varane, <laughs> all of that. And do you know what? You should be excited. Yeah. United fans should be excited for that because those are really quality players coming into the club. Yeah. But when you have a manager like Solskjaer who tactically is out of his depth when you talk, yeah, we're not talking about, we're not talking about the best of the best. There's only so far. There's only there's only so much. I mean, having top players will take you. You know. Does Sancho really move the needle though? Nah. I don't. Not move the needle in terms of winning the Premier League or winning the Champions League. Maybe get into a Champions League semi-final. Because the way they're saying they need it. We needed him. As if he was the last piece of the puzzle to make things happen. Mm. And I'm not feeling that way. I'm I'm just not. Yeah, it's definitely not a, a last piece of the puzzle. The last piece of the puzzle is, okay, making sure Sancho and Varane come first thing. Oh, okay. I mean, Varane. And then if Pog- and then a manager. If, manager. if Pogba leaves, does that, that like change everything? Yeah, does it does. It, I mean, Van der Van der Van der Beek gets a chance. Yeah, he does get a chance. Yeah. But it's just it's just about the coaching. Whether whether Pogba leaves or yeah. whether he stays, United won't be that much better or worse off because not because of how good or bad Pogba is. It's honestly it just boils down to the manager for me. So like, what the, what are we giving them? Are we saying third finish? Is that what we're saying? Do you know? What? I'll just say that for now. Maybe yeah, third. But third I'll, I'll I'll substantiate it much better once. Everybody like City have made the signings they need to make. Chelsea have made the signings they need to make. Whoever, then we can have a better picture, clearer picture. Because I can say that, like for example, yeah, Man United. I mean, Man City will be second or something. But once if they get Kane or something like that, you see, that's that's a that's a a signing that really shifts the needle. So yeah. I think on the Man United front, that's all I have to say. Yeah, for me, it's just settling. It's just oh, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. sticking yeah. with the ugly girlfriend. Yeah. You know. And then, as well, as I just briefly mentioned about like City getting Kane and shifting the needle, that's a good segue to us talking about the Kane saga. Yeah. Do you think that will be resolved anytime soon? What the way it's taking so long, and I just heard about 160 million uh, pounds. Was, yeah, was yeah. The I, bid. I, I did see, and still no reaction. I don't... Uh, okay, now finish. finish I, I, here's the thing. I personally believe he's stuck for the summer. Uh-huh. I think next season is when you'll likely leave. I think that now the, the best they can do is just get Jack Grealish. Honestly. I know it's, it's it's a huge take to make right now. The summer isn't over and we know that transfers can still be made even in August. Sure. Yeah. But I'm sure at some point Spurs and Daniel Levy and them would be like, look, you know, we need time also to find a replacement. Oh, I'm actually remembering that yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. I don't know if they went back on it, they went back on it now during normal times. But the Premier League did this thing of like where yeah. you can only make signings true till yeah, when the yeah. last game when the first game starts, you can't sign. Europe anymore. is actually the ones where they still the rest of Europe yeah, is still where they still uh, yeah. but I don't know if England they reversed. Yeah, yeah. Probably so that didn't take if they if they didn't, that means like yeah, there's basically two weeks of That's the transfer. Very little time for him to yeah. leave. And Spurs signed replacement. Isn't he still on holiday? He is. Yeah. The Euros ended well. It's in two weeks now. It's two yeah. Weeks now. So um, and, unless he's still making calls while he's out with his family. No, like I'm in Barbados, wherever he's at. The way the way Kane is, and also just also because of the club that is. I mean, because it's his club. Yeah. He will 
do preseason training, play yeah. friendly matches, and then like if a move comes, he won't do like what others have done, like yeah. Dembele, of like he's not coming to training and that kind of stuff. So, so he's not forcing a move, from what you're saying. Nah, he he won't force it like that. He'll 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 push the needle in terms of tell Daniel Levy, which I'm sure he's done. That yeah. I want to leave. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm tired I'm of being here. Okay. You know, all of that stuff. But then I don't think he'll he'll say I'm not training. I don't wanna go on preseason tour and yeah. all that stuff. You know. It's a difficult situation. Difficult. Difficult. Yeah. But I've said what I had to say about Kane doing these six-year contracts. I've it was kind of stupid back then. I, I said what I had to say. I'm I'm not gonna go back there. Yeah. I'm gonna say this though. I love your away kit though. I think it's the third away kit. I don't know. The third. It's it's just that dark color with. Like oh yeah, color. yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm you, a, I know you, you, buy, you buy it for me. <laughs> you, you buy it for me. I, I'd appreciate it. My birthday is on the 27th of January, by the way. <laughs> nah. That, that's what should I'm I, saying. Should I, should I pre-order it? Then I feel well. like it's so good, I'll just wear it for fashion. Just like for fashion sakes. There's a lot of kids on You really wear a Spurs shirt? If, if it means looking good, I might. Shit. I might. Okay. Then and Inter. And Inter's kid. Yeah, Inter. You know what? Yeah. This is actually a discussion which I had one time yeah. with the one with my brother. Yeah. That wearing a kit of another team okay. is okay, but you just shouldn't, in my opinion, yeah. you just shouldn't have a team you support in that same league. So I don't have an Italian okay, team. Okay, yeah, that's true. I don't have an Italian team, so wearing that's an Inter kit for me, yeah, that's all good. Wearing yeah. a Borussia Dortmund kit, that's all we good. We should have done like a, a top five favorite kits of the season. We should have done that. No, we'll, we should have done that for next week. Next part, yeah, next part. Yeah. So on the Kane front, okay, let's say Kane to Man City. Yeah. Like one thing I, I've been thinking about is, if the Kane thing doesn't happen, okay, how do you think it's that big a deal for Man City? Do you think it's like, yeah, because I know they're not getting Martinez. Yeah, uh, that's not happening. Um, I think if it doesn't happen, they're gonna basically play the same way, and they're probably gonna push harder for Jack Grealish. Because from what I'm hearing, Jack Grealish is the final piece also to helping them win the Premier League title and stuff like that. Uh, well, not final dude, piece to win it because they've won it like yeah, they've, times yeah. in the last four years. Or maybe it's to push for the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I don't see them winning the Champions League. I see them getting far, mm-hmm. like they did before. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I won't be too optimistic as well. Yeah. Right. I think that's what I like about the Premier League. It's so hard to see. Like it's as hard. even if a team does make good signing, doesn't mean it exactly translates. Yeah. I mean you saw Chelsea, they spent a lot in the previous summer. They got all their guys covered and them yeah. team over and, and then you saw the struggle. Lampard had to get sacked, then they had to get Tuko, and then the changes were so even then it doesn't mean you're guaranteed. Yeah, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantee. That's what I like about it. But yeah, if they got Kane, I could definitely see them in a the Champions League final. Okay. Again. Yeah. I could. Yeah. So then, like, if they don't, if they don't, don't be, you just believe they'll go far. I feel like a title is, yeah, Premier League title is still good enough, and they'll go far, yeah, yeah. in the Champions League. Okay, then, like, um, what do you think then? With, in fact, no, I think I think we can move on from Kane. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about Kane more. Yeah, once once whatever happens with his future is decided, be it he does eventually. You know, every go time we talk City. about Kane. I think about that cartoon the champions and how he talks. That's literally, oh, that's literally not a big in my head. It's like inaudible <laughs> even. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, I'm coming to play some great f- football. Yeah, I'm playing some great football tonight. Yeah, my. You have to put like subtitles. Like, yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Uh, on an Englishman. Oh my god. English subtitles on an Englishman. <laughs> 
So, moving on to the club of my heart. Okay. Barcelona and their struggles of their financial struggles and one big issue mm. is them trying to get rid of Griezmann. So everybody knows so, how desperate you are right now. Yeah, I must say that. Yeah. Trying to get rid of Griezmann because of not because he's not good or isn't quality but just of how big his wages are and that yeah. means getting him off our wage bill yeah. would be able to one register the free signings we made yeah. and like Sergio Aguero, Eric Garcia, Memphis Depay and and extend Messi's contract because Messi is also he's he's I mean, he took a great count. Yeah, yeah, he took a drastic pay cut. He yeah. took he took a drastic pay cut. Like he was earning he was earning like almost like 70 70 was it 76 million euros a year? Oof. You know? A year, imagine. Oh. A year and then in apparently the new contract he'll be signing will be ending like 20 to 25 million. So that's like but over like a five year period or no per year per year no yeah no not over a five year period yeah it will be per year and it he was earning his contract that he he had prior was like worth okay I don't know over oh, maybe I don't know. my English is wrong nah. I was basically trying to say his contract will last five years and he'll be getting twenty mil a year yeah okay exactly my bad exactly bad. that yeah so yeah because because he's reducing his wage yeah. they're giving him a bigger contract so yeah. he almost gets the money. That he would have been getting. So, anyways, okay. Barca desperately trying to get rid of Griezmann. The first thing was that okay, the the biggest links were getting Saul from Saul Linger's mm. midfielder from Atletico. The swap deal, yeah, yeah, in his place. And then the apparently okay, Barca wanted like Griezmann. I mean, Saul plus 15 million euros for Griezmann. Okay. And then Atletico were okay with doing the deal, but they didn't want to add money. Which for me, to be honest, is. Yeah. Is is that why it's gone down now? Then? Yeah, because yeah, like, Atletico don't want to put money. Oh, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a Barca fan and I want Barca to get as much money as possible. But don't you think that's at least fair? If anything, even with those conditions, I think they're still more favorable to Atletico. One point, actually, I did hear him recently say that they're not gonna let Griezmann go on the cheap. They're yeah. not gonna, as, even though they know everybody knows how desperate the situation is. They've said no. We're still gonna get our money's worth for this player. Sure, he's still expensive. Yeah. So that's what's making the situation very difficult. Mm. Is that as badly as you want to let him go? You're not trying to let him go for just 20 mil. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would rather keep him as much as I. I let me not say I want Griezmann to leave because honestly speaking, Griezmann is someone who's been getting unfairly criticized, hey, especially, hey, especially. Cut, you've been saying this. Cut, cut it out. We're talking about Griezmann cut, now. Cut, I'm no. not. At least I'm. He ain't listen, good enough. Yeah, He's not been worth the money. Listen to me. Okay, fine. He hasn't played to the level of a 120 million euro player. But the way he's talked about it, it's like he's playing like, like Coutinho or something. If you sign Griezmann, was the point not to get Champions League? It was. But, but then do you he not failed. see everything? Do you not then see? Then he failed. So Ronaldo's failed at Juventus. No, 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 no. Let's not, let's not bring Ronaldo in. So then, no, no, it's the same yeah, thing. And, and, and besides, do you know, what? let me not make a comparison of the two. But okay. with Griezmann. For example, last season he's okay. he got 20 goals and 30 and 13 assists. But didn't win the Champions League though. Yeah. And are we going to have a rational? Are we going to have a rational? You had the A2 embarrassment. Are we going to have a rational conversation right no, now? No, we're trying to. We're trying to. We're trying. Because if you want to troll, we can troll. We're trying to point out that maybe it's time to accept that Griezmann wasn't the success that he was supposed to be. Definitely at Barca, and that was a mistake. It and was then, a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then y'all just gotta let him go. Like even if it's for 20 mils, just let him go. No, not for 20 mils. You gotta. There is no not other way to put in these other players. That was not 20 mils. There is. I'm surprised Liverpool haven't actually gone for him. Considering that they could do with a okay, better yeah. centre forward. He's he could play the Firmino role, and he could switch between left and right. Yeah, he'd be the perfect player to play at Liverpool. I'm surprised. 
I, I think it's his wages because yeah, Liverpool also don't because yeah. his wages are actually like really really quite high okay look FSG need to stop acting like they broke that's a billionaire yeah. company right yeah. there that owns other franchises yeah. in the states so they need to be they need to stop making excuses that's all I'm gonna say it's crazy it's, it's, it's just crazy how it's really come to this like with it just shows how financially incompetent Jose Maria yeah. Bartomeu was because for him to have given these large transfer I mean wages to these players so many of them you know I think you because the name of money is too much the 222 million yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 222 yeah. million it's, it's really crazy because you even see like with like Coutinho's getting over 20 million Griezmann's getting over 20 million Dem- huh. Dembele's like transfer okay he's not that high but he's trying he's what's this wages are also quite high and so bonuses and, and bonuses and all those kinds of things so it's crazy we're here but i think it goes back to the system some i think i heard this on the spn the system itself might be problematic you being a president of a club and you can leave the accountability issue because yeah. okay yeah. when you're an owner of the club it's all on you you take the heat yeah. everybody can blame you but when you're president you you make your money and then you leave and then the next guy deals with the problem Okay, that is that is a valid point. Yeah. But to, to that, what I'll say is okay is that Barcelona has been one of the most successful clubs of the past forty <sighs> years. And um, listen to me. Okay. And okay. this this is how we've been run. The problem isn't necessarily the system. Maybe you can kind of blame it. Okay. But it's just about the competency of who is elected. You know, because technically, but to me, he wasn't even someone who he was eventually elected as president. But he came into power because. He was the vice president, and then the guy was a crap friend. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Sandro Rosen. Okay. So he got, he got, he had to resign, and eventually got jail time. But yeah. Tomei became president, president, and then luckily for him, at that point where that happened, Barca won the treble. Oh, so okay. then he, so he, he was so popular. popular. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Made him look so good. Then okay. and then we saw where he properly got elected, and he had, he had his own time. How bad of a president he was. Because so this system isn't necessarily, I don't think it's not really a problem. Because even with club owners, yeah, Arsenal Football Club, yeah, you yeah, see, yeah, that's true. So yeah. I, I, that's uh, we've talked about let's, let's Arsenal to know him. So that's all I'll say. Yeah. So you know, there's no perfect system, but it just depends on like who is in charge. Because also with owners, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Roman Abramovich, mm-hmm. brilliant owner, he invests money if he sees. That this team is weak, he doesn't it's, mind it's, taking it's out his legit all on uh-huh. him. Yeah. yeah, you see. So it really just depends on who's running the club, you know? Okay. So okay, just to finally answer the question, do you think Basel managed to get rid of Griezmann? No. No, you don't think no, so. It's too it's too big of a move. I really think it will happen, but on unfavorable terms. I, I think Basel are that desperate that like not you right think they're now, gonna come to the point where they have to sell him for less. I think he'll go on loan. I think I think he'll go on loan. The team just takes his uh, yeah, what, his wages off the best way to actually sort this That's, situation. Yeah, right same now. thing with Coutinho. I really think Coutinho and Griezmann they'll go out on loan. Maybe Coutinho because of like how you see, I like Griezmann. Griezmann, I really feel the only problem with Griezmann. Yeah, literally the only problem with Griezmann and Barcelona. Yeah. Is that Messi's playing in his position? Mm. But with Coutinho, Coutinho, then there's fitness issues, confidence issues, other things. I heard Jordan so, not gonna play him even for the image and appearance rights uh, on the contract that you have with Liverpool. Oh, you're actually not gonna play. Him. Oh yeah, because then we need to pay like five million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're all just gonna even stop right there. You'll probably just play preseason games for his fitness, but because then 
those what's this the appearances those bonuses don't count for pre-friendly yeah. friendly matches yeah so yeah that's what I think with Griezmann that I was saying yeah. that I do think someone might just come for him because yeah literally Griezmann's only problem issue is that that the position his best position isn't so really taken. available at Barcelona yeah so yeah I think I think he'll leave but on loan and then moving on as the Olympics right now yeah yeah the Olympics you know there's it's it's actually kind of messed up that the Olympic schedule happens like just out there international football just happens after the Euros after the Euros in the yeah. Copa America and it kind of eats into the beginning and of the I remember season. you wanted to bring this topic up it's just we had a lot to talk about yeah. on the previous podcast yeah, yeah. that's actually true yeah. you wanted to mention Pedri playing again mm. we're seeing Richarlison playing again for Brazil yeah you know, that playing, situation playing, playing a lot of football so what do you what? think do you think that these players are playing too many games personally right? yes definitely so. they are playing way too many games because yeah. after this we know they're going to come back Picks yeah, up football yeah. immediately again. Or maybe they might give it a break. Maybe one, But two, three games. That's the thing. Their holidays will be much shorter yeah. than they normally would have been if they. And then after the season ends, they're gonna go straight to the World Cup. You cannot mm. tell me Pedri yeah. is gonna be left alone for the World Cup after what he just did yeah. in that situation. Also, admit that he had really, really good tournament. Okay, let's yeah. move on to the next. <laughs> But yeah, my point is, way too many games. I think though the kids that did play. It should have been a decision, either rest them for this tournament or that tournament. I think that's what should have happened. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a controversial decision. Because you know, the the national teams, well, let's say the people that support the teams would have said, no, put the kid in. Yeah. We want to see him jam, we want to get as far as we can. Or maybe or at least that's why they say by the time they're done with the Olympics, give them a break. Don't just already throw them in. And you know, that's like my with like Pedri specifically okay I, okay you know all yeah. the players who are playing consistent club football yeah I'm speaking and, for all of yeah, them yeah you're speaking for all of them yeah it is that like burnout burnout yeah. exists you know it's for example um, Alexis Sanchez yeah he's someone who okay I guess there's no way of properly proving it yeah but then this was Alexis Sanchez from from 2013 yeah 2013-14 he played the whole season Barcelona his last season Copa America uh, World Cup 2014 first season at Arsenal 14-15 yeah Copa America 2015 oh, yeah, second season at Arsenal 15-16 then the Copa, Copa America again that he won uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then what's this um, yeah he played his, his yeah I think it was his third season then it was the Confederations Cup 2017 he played he played and half a season for Arsenal went to United and then it and was, it showed it showed like in his last few seasons at Arsenal yeah it was, there was like a dip yeah there. he started he, he's, he's someone also cause of the way he plays yeah. the amount of intensity yeah. he plays at so then it's that's like also that's like a big fear I have with Pedri because he also plays with with high intensity in terms of like how much ground he covers he was yeah. actually the player in the Euros who covered the third most ground okay we get it the, the no I'm just yeah, I'm trying to no. make a point we know he works is out it, is, okay. it, is it that and hard he, to give he, credit you don't have to add the stats okay we already know he shined I'm making a he point he shined he shined okay get, get, I'm go, making a point go forward go forward so then like yeah he's someone who uh, covers a lot of ground yeah. in, in, the, in every game yeah so Uh, what's this also last season was his first season playing first division football like first not professionally he played professionally but in the second division so mm-hmm. yeah so with all of that football in his legs like I really hope Spain get knocked out really early in the Olympics <laughs> <laughs> I was supporting Spain in the Euros that's, and I hope they won dark. but 
it is okay. you know this dog i have a soft spot for spain yeah but thing is hi pedri is a troll like <laughs> as i said in the previous video there's very few things for barca to be excited about he's yeah. one of the very few things yeah so then i just don't want next season he has a trash season because he's been playing so much football okay so yeah i, I can understand that I can the, understand the players that. are playing like too much football i really wish there was a different way of like so I try- think this just it's more of a question of the existential crisis of football within itself. Just way too many games, yeah. too many competitions. Yeah. I think then that's the issue. That is the issue. There needs to be a discussion with FIFA and the Euros and all that, all these federation boards and just sit down and talking about maybe reducing games or changing the way tournaments work or yeah. scheduling yeah, schedules, schedule yeah. maybe okay, but this would maybe require too much admin. But like for example, not making a season from August to May. Yeah, you know, switching something so that like there's more preparation or rules about it. Uh players playing a certain amount of games. Maybe yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 maybe something like that. A certain quota of yeah. minutes or yeah. Definitely. That that at least experiment or discussing it at least. Like having at least the discussion and then coming up with different things that you can Cuz at this at this point you're not treating them like a human being. Now we're treating them like actual a card com- games yeah. or like a commodity. Yeah, a commodity. No, yeah. yeah. That's that's true. That's true. So yeah, it's we'll see how that goes. Let's hope it won't come back and and screw over teams like Everton with Richarlison and guys like that who are playing way too many games. And um I'd say like what the last the last thing really? Yeah. Considering all the players that PSG have signed. Yeah. Do you think they are the, that they're the new team that people should fear in Europe? I'm glad you actually moment. mentioned it because I wanted us to talk about who's going to be the king of Europe. Okay. Yeah. I guess we can Oh, that as well. I don't want to rule out Bayern. Okay. It's still a young squad. Nagelsmann is there. He's not a bad coach. Now he actually has more power and more resources. So I still think Bayern is a threat for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But maybe we can also look historically. Bayern itself has always been a strong team but always like have won very few Champions Leagues in the past decade itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they won very few than they should. I've said to you, this is a super team. Kind of the same situations when you look at the the NBA and they make a super team where it's LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade, yeah. you know, and all that situation, or or basically like the Warriors when yeah. you're looking at Tristan Thompson, no, not Tristan Thompson, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, yeah, Steph, Steph Curry, Curry, KD, Jamal Green, yeah. Oof, they definitely going to the final, man. Yeah, they definitely going to the final. I don't as you know the the Champions League has has really taught me many lessons. <laughs> Of, yeah, <laughs> I actually, you know, they will go far. Like yeah. that goes without saying. But yeah. I don't know if I can say wholeheartedly. But I mean, they sort of not the issues we talked about. They signed yeah. Akimi. We've always talked about the fullback situation. Yeah, oh, it, it, it was always dicey. It was always yeah. Uh, then they've strengthened their midfield. Yeah, Ronaldo, Kim Bep and Ramos together. When's the last time you saw Ramos get a red card? Try to remind me. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure if I can review exactly. his last five matches, I'll find a uh, red card somewhere there. Almost is he can be when he's comfortable, he can be so influential. He was the yeah, reason yeah, why yeah. we won our last league title. Mm, he yeah. was a major reason, big, big, big reason. Definitely, I won't take any credit away from Ferrati, Gigi, and then now talks of Pogba coming through. Can you see how dangerous uh, that midfield is already in itself? If Pogba would come, but Pogba, yeah. <sighs> Only, you know what? Like, yeah. Okay. I just you know what Champions League. Champions League is a competition that like on any given night anything can happen. I'm That's, already smelling hate out of your lips already. Not I'm even. I'm already smelling. You always do I, this. 
No, I'm I'm looking at it realistically. Like okay. for example, how this past season PSG were really good in the Champions League. Yeah. And then okay, I guess the team maybe still would have won had Mbappe not got injured. But Mbappe yeah. got injured before for both legs he wasn't fully fit. And we don't know how considering how good PSG were the first half. If PSG had a fully fit Mbappe for that whole game, things could have changed. Things, yeah, City True. maybe wouldn't have got back into their game. True. So, thinking about it, like next season, we don't know who might. Maybe, what's his name? Maybe Hakimi will be like flying and then he gets oh, injured. Like Something yeah. like that, you know. I, the guy I don't trust is Icardi, though. He's not consistent in my opinion. Now PSG will have to play a front three of Mbappe, Neymar, and. and Maria and Di Maria, yeah, they they won't win the Champions League with Cardi as their number. They're nine. gonna put him in, bro. They're gonna put him in. They, they won't put him in. Think about it like this: the first leg against PSG, okay, against City, yeah, Icardi didn't play. They played the front three that I just mentioned, but Icardi played the second leg because Mbappe was in. Wait, but one of them games they did play the formation which I'm telling you about a four-two-three-one, and the name was like in the uh, CAM yeah. position. Yeah, they did do that, but Icardi didn't play. The, wait, which which game? I talking about because. The I talking about the first leg or the second leg. It had to wasn't the first leg. Igadi didn't play the first leg. Okay. He did. He played the second leg, and he was. You know, yeah, he was. Like, that's he was, what I'm saying. I don't trust. I think him. that was the game where yeah, where uh, Neymar played in the hole like in the four two. I did not. He did. He did. He didn't really do anything to be honest. That's why I'm also saying they won't win the Champions League if Icardi is there, and I don't think they will play. Like honestly, Pochettino only played okay. because Mbappe winning. Was that's a, yeah, that's a whole different debate. But will they make it to the final? Yes, with Icardi as their number nine, Just he's gonna be on the bench. Team. Okay, yeah, Just the super like, team. yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, I I think I put think your boss on nightmares no. aside, and let's look at the situation. Nightmares aside, I can no, I'm an impartial. <laughs> Pundits, bro. <laughs> so then, like, I can't put my Barca affiliations okay. aside. Yeah, I just, I just want to see also the active, the activity from other teams. Yeah, before, I know. Before I, I jump into really deep We're conclusions. Looking too hard on the crystal ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. maybe we can look into it yeah. once everybody's done with the transfer business. Because we don't know like who Bayern Munich is gonna sign. No, it doesn't look like they're gonna sign. Maybe we'll big players or something. But anyways, <sighs> yeah. We also don't know who PSG might have to let go as well. So, from my side, I think I'm done talking about PSG. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also comfortable. We'll get back to to them and the Champions League chances later on, later podcast. So PSG, I just PSG versus Bayern Champions League. Mm, yeah, okay, okay. You had it here first. You know, I predicted the Chelsea win. I I predicted Chelsea going to the final and winning the final. Y'all can go on the podcast. Go listen to it. I'm a genius right here across the table. You ain't even paying attention. That's your problem. What that, even, what that smug smile off your face. I make boy. football predictions that are right. Okay. I, so, we'll just talk about getting to a few preseason games. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about like Barca winning mm-hmm. yesterday against uh, Girona. Nice kid, by the way. Yeah, nice kid. Yeah, they I played a, with their. I have a Chelsea fan kid. that really loves it. He really does. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. yeah. He was a good kid. So, not much to say about the game as typically is with preseason friendly matches, yeah. but it was it was good to see Memphis Depay get some you know minutes in his legs and he did score a penalty. He did also have a few. That was actually a good one. It was top eh? top, top, top shot, top, yeah, corner. top corner. So yeah, yeah. If he if he is really good at penalties, then maybe he can take that responsibility for Messi. But Griezmann looked happy despite the whole transfer situation yeah, circling yeah. around his head. He, Thing is, Griezmann is he's just a happy individual in general, a clown. Yeah, a clown in a good way in terms of like, like happy go lucky kind of guy like I feel like he's putting the situation up just in the corner and just yeah. focusing on the game 
Because that is in the back of his mind, but then just in general, how his demeanor is. Because okay. his 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 uh, wife actually posted a cryptic um, message on social media. Was it yesterday or Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, kind of you know these crypticish messages. Yeah. Not saying I'm kind of I don't know. You know, kind of pointing up yeah subliminals. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So you can you know it's definitely in his mind. But like, also he wouldn't want to do anything that would upset. Barca or Barca fans because he knows there's a chance I might stay yeah you know yeah true so yeah I um and then next preseason game Man United played QPR yesterday <sighs> lost 4-2 didn't see that coming no you know I'll give it a pass because it's a friendly yeah yeah. how many big teams have lost friendlies and then just ended up going in the season killing it yeah so maybe I'll give, maybe I'll give it a pass it's, yeah it, it's just the only thing it says that yeah it's, it's just not a good look also yeah. considering that Ole Gunnar just signed a contract, just signed the contract on the same day so that's not a good look but yeah I won't beat up United too much about that squad wise they bring in some of the boys some of the big boys there were a few nah okay not tech not really is Rashford still on holiday yeah did he yeah, okay, okay. It's, it's okay I was just trying to also remember now all, all the players who played for England still on holiday okay and yeah okay there weren't many to be honest there weren't many many of especially the tech big boys there I'll give you all a pass man you I'll give you all a pass and then Spurs played against Colchester United 1-3-0 there was their second preseason game the first one they won to one but last time man on the score sheet you know Delia yeah yeah same thing yeah it's a nice look so he scored he scored one Son scored uh, one and Lucas assisted yeah. for Lucas's goal so yeah it was also good to see Son back in, back on the pitch because he, he missed the first preseason game anything um, about the way Nuno played there that just made you seem like okay it's, it's fine it was it was actually the, the football was like quite expansive and attacking okay. you know okay. maybe it's just because we played weak opposition but I kind of have you know what his yeah. team at Wolves yeah they they were actually a bit of an enigma to me because mm-hmm. they would they would turn it on sometimes in terms of not get not yeah in terms of like play good aesthetically pleasing football to watch yeah. but then there were times when I'd be disappointed in the way he sets his team up that they played defensive one one prime example I remember always is in the Europa League quarterfinal yeah quarterfinal against Sevilla yeah the, the year Sevilla beats into like yeah two seasons back they played they played a really defensive 3-4-3 and I was I was disappointed okay I was happy Sevilla won but I was like you know it's for a team like Wolves to get there you know you want to make a better fist at, of it so yeah. then I, I kind of fear that if we get ourselves into a position like that at Spurs will we now play he is a defensive but yeah to be honest that likes to hit on the a counter and then Daniel Levy on the statement Daniel Levy he's the chairman of Spurs makes the biggest decisions said that yeah now we have a manager who will go back to the Spurs way of playing uh, beautiful football I'm like mate what does he saying? watch does he watch the Barclays yeah yeah so honestly I, I don't know like we, we need to make a segment for you where we can just discuss the mess at Spurs we just, will yeah. I think we'll, it's best to talk about that like when when most of our transfer business has been yeah. sorted so at least you can have a clearer picture of how Spurs will be everything top to bottom we will we top will. to bottom I best believe I have a lot to say <laughs> so yeah and then it just la- lastly lastly on the Spurs front yeah big statement by Son extending his contract that's Yeah, now it's just his part That's, of the card that we're hoping stays. Oh, his twin brother. Yeah. The, the one he came out the womb with. Uh, his yeah. English twin brother. Yeah. It's, it, it would be sad to see that break up, eh? Uh, After last season, the way y'all gel so yeah, well. They, the way, just in tandem. Just, it was freaky for me. It was. It was. But it was beautiful. 
it was beautiful definitely well that's all folks that's all we had to pretty much say i don't feel like we left anything major out not much there's still a lot that's going to happen especially in the transfer front so yeah we'll discuss that as things rumble on yeah peace